0: Welcome to our new story, Curtain. We are in France, Museum Lou. The child grew up, got inspired by Odysseus and became the new ruler of the world, where he decides what is right and what is wrong. The measure of everything, but he was questioned by the old ruler introduced as the new villain. But our hero faced with the disappointment that his father warned him about once upon a time. And while he was resting his case against the villain, our hero began to talk about a knight he met in Sweden, and he was confused as to whether his noble fight was really worthwhile. Could he even possibly create a new world, or was it too late after his crimes? So let's dive in. So one day, our hero catched the villain in the Louvre Museum while sitting in front of Mona Lisa. Do you mind if I join you? Our hero asked the villain on a pleasant Friday afternoon. Of course, the villain replied, you're coming from a long journey, you must be very exhausted, and please forgive me for not offering it before you so please have a seat," showing the other chair beside him. And to be fair, I was not expecting to see you here," the villain says, throwing a glance at the hero. Well, I'm an unexpected man after all," the hero replied, while the villain was smiling. One of a kind," the villain said. But the villain continued. So on such a glorious day like this, and after all those times, I see you finally got what you wanted. You were inspired, and you've won. You're like the new god now, walking on Earth. Just like Nietzsche claimed once upon a time. In this new world, you will decide what is right and what is wrong. The villain throws a cynical look this time at the hero, and said, In despite of all your imperfection. The hero looked tired regardless, and he spoke quietly. Isn't being perfect not being able to draw a non-equilateral triangle? Obviously we can do more than that. I always thought we could bring some perspective, can't we, no? I suppose just like the good old Adam a long time ago, the villain replied. He was one of the most impressive men and the possibilities of what he could become, the stories he could tell, (laughs) something God has never seen before. And after all the catastrophes and disappointments he caused, his kind was never annihilated. Our hero does not stop looking at the painting for even a moment, but he starts speaking anyway. But don't you think that he was worthy? He was supposed to be the measure of everything. And it must have been terrifying for him, when he left home, when he had to create his own home, from scratch. And when he had to decide everything. Look at this Da Vinci's masterpiece, he says, pointing at Mona Lisa with his eyes, lying right in front of them. When Leonardo Da Vinci painted the Mona Lisa, he had to decide whether to face her to the right or to the left. In what angle, in what expression, in front of what background, under what kind of light? Should the left arm be on top or the right arm? Should she directly look to the painter or to somewhere else? The color of the dress, the type of the dress, the position of her fingers. The villain answers this time. But this time he is the one who does not stop looking at the painting. But I wonder, he said, will this really destroy your ancient desire, your ancient joy, to have all the power? Our hero replied, I suppose that's the question that troubled me when I met a man along the way. And he was a knight in Sweden. And this knight was in the face of death, and his time was running out, but he had the privilege to meet with the death himself, and also had the privilege to offer him something which was accepted, wasn't it? The deal was, they were going to play chess, and if the knight wins, he will live, and if the death wins, he will die. Simple as that. I suppose we could argue that that's a little bit unfavorable for that. But maybe even he, I suppose, wanted to do something out of the ordinary, so he couldn't resist. In the meantime, the knight goes on a journey to finish his last job, which he didn't quite know yet at the time. During his journey, He meets with some Thespians, and he starts asking that question, whose life was worth living. The life of a knight, which was consumed by dignity, honor, sacrifice, a life spent searching for meaning, purpose, as opposed to the lives of Thespians, which were consumed by joy, talent sophistication. A versus between the life of Socrates or a life of a common. In the end, the knight sacrificed his life by making a wrong move in the chess game against death, deliberately, for the thespians to escape. What I've seen. Apart from all the other living things only the human being can play chess against that. And apart from all the other living things only the human being can let the that win for a higher purpose, for a higher virtue, by choice. After a short silence. The villain takes his turn, so you will be different after all, promisingly. You will deserve your power, and you won't be justified by your power, but your righteousness will justify your power. No, the hero replied, not at all, it doesn't destroy anything. And we killed the god. It was like lifting the curtain and facing the mirror. And it doesn't solve any of our problems either. We still remain mock bands, and Lady Mock Band still sings her words over and over. If you get what you want, and you're still not happy. If you spent everything and gained nothing. Better to be the person who gets murdered than to be the killer and be tormented with anxiety.